Welcome and welcome to our first episode of Let's Talk Truth with Suzanne. I am Suzanne, of course, and what we're about to start now is our marriage and baptism series. Now, the first part of our marriage and baptism series is talking about evangelism and courtship. A lot of us don't know this, but evangelism and courtship is technically the same thing. It's just that in one instance, we're courting for ourselves, and the other instance, we're courting for Yahusha. Because the thing about it is, nobody has seen the Father's face before, and nobody has seen Yahusha's face after he raised from the dead and ascended in heaven. So basically, it's kind of like uh, arranged marriage where we are the mediators between the unconverted sinners and Yahusha. So as parents do when they're setting up marriages for their children, they meet the other parents on behalf of the child. And they promote the benefits of having this child, you know, in your family. And they're also trying to find out what does your child bring to the table should they um, decide to marry their son or daughter to you. And that's basically what we're doing. It's not a trade-off because, of course, we're going to let people know what the difficulties are in serving Yahusha, but... The thing is, we offer an option in terms of letting people know that there's a better way to live life. There's a better love out there than the love that we know. And we want everyone to have it. But some of us really don't know how to evangelize. We try to badger people and try to force things on people and get really angry at people if they don't accept it. So what I'm really going into right now is the points of courtship and evangelism. I hope this will help you. I'm not assuming to know everything, but I know some things and I'm willing to offer them and hope that they help our evangelism later on in life to become better and even our dating and our choices to become better. So let's get right into it. Okay, so first point. Get rid of neediness. So, neediness can show up in situations where we have not specified the reason for pursuing a relationship. Now, we have to make sure that whenever we are pursuing a relationship, it's not for some form of superficial or desperate reason. Make sure that if you're going to court someone, make the main reason why you're going to court a person is because they can help you share your spiritual burden. That is your basis right off the bat. And if you're courting someone for Yausha, it's because you want to help them with their spiritual lifestyle. So, once we establish that, we will have less issues with neediness in the future. Because the thing about it is, Yahuwah's truth doesn't need a crutch, it doesn't need a boost. The truth stands on its own. And because it stands on its own, we do not need to put out, uh, you know, put so much pressure on ourselves and try to, you know, blow things more than what they seem like to have people accept it. Try to actually be as simple as possible. Be simple and concise. Use clear explanations in simple words that people can understand and be calm about it. I know that sometimes zeal will take you over. But try as best to remain casual. 
Because remember, when we approach people and we're trying to promote Yahusha to people, we have to remember that people only respond to confidence. Confidence is very attractive. If I'm confident in what I'm talking about, people more than likely are going to listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. There is no shadow of a doubt that this is the truth because it is the truth. So why do we need to feel as if we need to be pleading with people to come towards Yahusha? And there's a verse that explains this concept. It says here in John 6 verse 44 that no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me. Draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. And it says something like that in 6 verse 65 as well. So understand that Yahuwah already knows who's going to come towards him. This whole process is just to make sure that everybody gets a fair chance. They all get to make a choice. But he already knows who's going to come. So you don't need to overexert yourself in promoting Yahusha. Because who is going to come is just going to come. And it says so in John 6 verse 37. It says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Also says here in Revelation 22 verse 1, it says, And the spirit and the bride says, Come. And let him that hear it say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. So it's a free decision. We don't force things on people. We don't beg people. What we let them understand is that this is the opportunity of a lifetime. And if you miss out on this opportunity, then the only thing that's waiting for us at the end of our lives is destruction. So you just state that matter-of-factly. You don't have to blow it up and make it scary or terrible or try to condemn people. Yeah, that doesn't work. Moving on to the next point. Be approachable. Honestly, there is a reason why we have hospitality in the world. People like it. People like to approach people who seem warm and friendly. If you look like you would fight somebody and you look like and, and your tone of voice is as if you're disinterested uh, or, or you're angry, just like what we were talking about earlier, the way that you put it out there <laughs> will turn someone off. I mean, first impressions last, okay? So let's... If we're gonna tell people of how much, you know, Yahusha loves us, we must show love. I mean, love has a specific look to it. So, and, 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 and we have to be that way. Even to people who do not respect us or do not agree with us. And that's just a fact. If we want to prove to people that Elohim loves us, we have to approach it with utmost sincerity and love. Because the thing about it is, we do love the people that we're talking to. If we didn't care, we wouldn't try to get them to understand Elohim from that point of view. So if we're going to do it, let's just do it right. It says here in 2 Timothy 2 verse 24 to 26, it says, And the servant of the Adon must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If Elohim peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, 
who are taken captive by him at his will. So, if you're going to teach somebody, teach them like you want to teach them. Talk to them like you want to talk to them. Simple. And it's not as to who you want to do it to. It's to all men. Be patient with all men. Because as the Bible says, they're not opposing you. So don't make it personal. They're opposing themselves. So you have to set yourself in such a way where they feel that even if they're having a difficulty understanding what you're saying or agreeing with what you're saying, that you're not just going to blow off the whole conversation. Or you lose them. Let if they, if they after, you know, you showing them your hospitality, <laughs> if they want to still leave the conversation, want to leave the courtship, you know, it's, it's their choice. You don't have to go down to the devil's level. Whether in courtship for Yahusha or courtship for, you know, a potential spouse. Keep it dignified. So, moving on to another point. When in conversation, be polite and respectful. And this is an addition to, you know, being approachable. Because this is after the first impression. This is how you're going to proceed. So we have to keep up the momentum of being polite and respectful. It says here in 1 Peter 2 verse 17, Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear Elohim and honor the king. And the part that I really want to focus on is to honor all men. So people might not respect us, but that's their business. We have respect for ourselves. And the person that we're trying to introduce to them, that is Yahusha, he respects us. And that's all we need. You know, the problem in the world is really that we try to get people to do what we want. And that's a controlling spirit. People can do what they want to do. Once they're outside of, you know, Yahusha's will, they're free to do what they want to do. They're not under, you know, the governance of Yahusha. So we can't judge the people out there. So we don't have that control. And the Bible says also in Romans 12 verse 18, If it be possible, as much as it lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. So, despite of the fact of what they're doing, we have to remain with integrity. Do what is right even when it doesn't feel nice to do so. And if it is a case where they're speaking foolishness, you don't necessarily have to sit and take it. You don't have to be disrespectful to them or anything. You just leave the conversation. Because the Bible says that if we perceive that foolishness is coming out of this person's mouth, then we can leave the conversation. We don't have to have an argument. We don't even have to respond. Just leave the conversation. You can say, have a nice day. Or the conversation ends here. They may say a lot of things because a lot of people, when they're talking foolishness and try to, you know take over and dominate the conversation when you try to leave they'll say all manner of things about you but as i said it's what they say about you doesn't matter it's what yahusha thinks that matters it says here in james 3 verse 17 to 18 but the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable gentle and easy to be entreated full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So, 
we must be the oracles of peace and pureness and love and gentleness and patience. So that is how we have to approach and how we have to sustain our conversations and courtship. James 3 verse 2 says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. So here's what, here's what I was talking about earlier. Even if people will say things about you, it says nothing about you. Yahusha is proud of you when you're able to bridle your mouth, not to say things in anger. The Bible says be angry but do not sin. Sometimes people will make you angry in courtship. But what shows who you really are is when you're not feeling too good. If you're sad or you're angry and you still respond as who you were when you were happy and content. So we have to make sure that we are the same person in all situations because neither Yahusha nor our Heavenly Father does not change. And if we're claiming to be followers of Him, we must emulate Him in what He does. Now, next point is be honest about your intentions. Honestly, <laughs> we need to be honest with ourselves. We are not honest enough. We will see people who need Yahusha and start seeing them for ourselves. And the thing is, we will approach them saying that we are approaching them for Yahusha, but we're really approaching them for ourselves. So what we need to do is to be honest with ourselves. If we're going to approach this person for ourselves, make sure that the person is actually in the same faith and following the same um, principles that we are following because there's no other foundation than Mashiach. So if that's not what they're into, don't approach them. Not even to draw them closer to Yahusha. Don't do that. Because if you like them, that's a problem. Let someone else do it. Ask for help. The Bible says that we should abstain from the appearance of evil. So we have to make sure that we are keeping ourselves away from temptation. We pray that Elohim leads us not into temptation. Sometimes He doesn't lead us. Actually, He doesn't lead us into temptation. We lead ourselves into temptation by seeing it and walking right up into it because we tell ourselves that we are strong and we can handle it, but we can't. And that's where we trap ourselves because Satan tells you, oh, you can handle this. This won't affect you. You know, I can do all things through Mashiach who strengthens me. Except Mashiach didn't send you. There's a difference when you're sent from when you aren't sent. Romans 14 verses 13 says, Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall into his brother's way. Well, to fall in his brother's way. Sorry. So, we have to make sure that we not only protect ourselves, but we protect our brothers. Even in the standards that we're going to set. The standards and the boundaries. Because there has to be standards and boundaries in courting. There has to be no-go areas. It doesn't matter if we're courting for ourselves or courting for Yahusha. There's just some things... You don't do or you don't talk about. Because the Bible says that we are supposed to avoid foolish questions and profane and vain babblings because they only lead up to more unholiness. So there are standards as to how we court. And it's the same thing when we're doing, uh, when we're doing it for, you know, our personal spouse choosing. We have to make sure that the standards that we're setting is a general standard. 
not something that is based upon what we can handle. Because the thing is, we don't know what the other person can handle. And while we expect that they will be honest with us, we can't assume that they will be. So just in case they're not honest with themselves, because some people might not be honest at the forefront, but later on they'll tell you and they'll laugh and say, oh, you know, I really wasn't able to do this. But I, I thank you for not placing it there. Because, you know, we're human. We, we might not be completely honest in the first half. So if it's, say, example, kissing. Paul says, let me put it out there. Paul says that it's not right for a man to touch a woman. So anybody who is telling you that um, nothing is wrong with kissing, I don't know what touching is then. Because skin is on my lips and skin is on his lips. And we're, when we touch, that, that's we, us touching. So people might think that it's okay. But I personally don't believe it's okay. Because my relationship, if I'm trying to build a relationship with someone that is not physical, it's spiritual, I don't need to touch you to build that relationship. And there's nothing in the Bible that says we should be touching (laughs) to build this relationship. And some people will think that, okay. So they kiss and, you know, the kissing doesn't affect me. But what if the other person affects them deeply? But they're not being honest with it because, I don't know, there's still a little bit of pride inside of us and we don't want to seem vulnerable. You know, we don't want anybody to laugh at us and say, oh, just a little, just a, you know, a little heck on the cheek or whatever. You know? But we have to think not just only for ourselves, but for other people. And we have to make sure that we're not putting people at risk by doing what we think we're strong enough to do. Even if we have to hold back and be disciplined, that's what the straight and narrow path is like, whether we want to agree with it or not. After we're married, we can do what we want. But just leave it for now. Romans 14 verse 21 says it's not good to take part in anything whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. So do not force anything on anyone, neither do you place things in front of them that is going to cause them to be offended. As I said, respect. Respecting boundaries. And also setting boundaries in place that will protect both of you. That's what real love is. Goes for in courting for both a person and courting people for the kingdom of Yahusha. So we're moving on to the next point now. And that is... Set a reasonable time for your date. Not too early and not too late. You are serious about the person after all. Okay, so we want to make sure that we don't, you know, overstep our boundaries by setting a reasonable time. I mean, if we're not together, there's no need for us to be seen after certain hours are too early in some hours i mean we don't live together and we're not together so remember we're at friend stage now we're just getting to know each other so stay in the you know the daylight savings time (laughs) um so yes so we set reasonable time for our dates and we also do this for our own safety as well to do it between certain hours also we don't want to you know kill the intrigue and we want to keep up the momentum too much of something 
will weary us, will make us, you know, either tired or lose interest. So we always have to make sure that we're doing this thing right. We're balancing the time, making sure that we just we give enough for this person to be intrigued by us or for this person to consider the word that we're trying to pass on to them because it goes both ways and we also don't want the person you know feeling overwhelmed it also goes the other way as well we can't make it too short because gonna frustrate us and also if there's not enough information to go on then there's not much to go on with whether you make it long or short try not to draw out the entire time and have nothing to say or nothing to interject so time is very important use the time wisely don't overwhelm the person or underwhelm them with neither the time nor the content. Because Ecclesiastes 12 verse 12 says that of making of books there's no end, but most importantly, much study is weariness of the flesh. So just a few hours is fine. And if they're interested, or they have any questions, they'll call. They'll set up another date. Okay, so moving on to the other point. We should be patient and give people plenty of space. Now, I put this point chronologically there because this is the next thing that we have to think about. You know, we talked about earlier about being anxious and that is not attractive in any situation whether it's a business situation or um, a relationship situation give people space to think about what just give people space to think about what you have told them what you've talked about when you've met up so when you give them space to think about it they can you know let it marinate and and take root people need space you can't be just um like i just taught you something yesterday or we just talked yesterday and i don't and you don't even wait for them to call you back i'm not saying to 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 just wait for them to call you back the entire time and never call them but just give them enough time you know to salivate what you're saying it doesn't bode well if you call and be like uh, so how how's, how's everything going if you're calling to check on them fine but don't call to ask about the date Don't call to ask about the study. Give them enough time first. And then, if they don't call, you can check. But make sure to give people space. The same amount of time people want to spend with you is the same amount of time. In most cases, believe it or not, they want to spend it by themselves. And as I said before, too much is too much and too little is too little and distance makes the heart grow fonder so give them a little time and space away from you let them miss you a little bit let them get excited about the other meat if you're around all the time they'll get tired of you whether whether it's about courting for Yahusha or courting for yourself I mean even you're studying with someone and you're badgering them they'll get tired of you give them some space if people are really interested I'm just saying this if they are interested they will contact you first 
especially if you're the one who's pursuing them. Just to drop that in there. And so we're moving on to the other point. Do not be exclusive. Now there are two types of relationships. You have the one where everybody knows what's going on in your relationship, including the bad times. You know, you're all up on social media, you curse in public and all those things. Then you have the other type of relationship where nobody knows that you're even together. Now, as believers, that can't happen. We have to find a balance between not being known and being known. I think there's a verse in the Bible about that. Uh, I can't remember it right now, but it's there. It's there, it's there. But really, if we watch how when Yahusha was here on earth, how he, he didn't hide anything, but he wasn't always you know, out there. He did things in front of other people, but he also told the people that he healed not to tell anyone. So, we have to find a balance between being discreet and open. So, basically what I'm saying is that you don't... Okay, how do I put this? If you're not together yet, there's no need for you to be posting on social media. I mean, you're dating. You're not together. You're just dating. It means that there is an option to leave this relationship. And once it's not foolproof, I, I personally don't see the reason why you're going to post that Hey, I'm dating this person. That's nobody's business. If they see you on the street. Yeah, like they see you together. There's no reason for you to hide. From anybody. However, you don't actively put out information about people that you're dating. Also, it's the same thing when you're courting people for Yahusha. You know, the whole thing should be a public affair. People should know what your relationship is. They should they should be able to see both of you. And if I can add something else, I think it's more safer to not just date by yourselves. I think that there should be a chaperone. Just like in the Edwardian and Victorian times, they had chaperones, they had persons there to keep them in check when their emotions started to, you know, take precedence. And I know that it's not the thing, the modern thing to do, but I really believe that it does help. I mean, we don't want to end up sinning. We really want to build a relationship. And if, if it really is that this is the person that Yahusha sent for me, I don't think that there should be, it should be an obstacle for me to have someone there to keep both of us in check. I mean, it's not only about me and what I want, but it's what the other person wants as well. And what we want is to have a pure courtship. So there's nothing wrong with having a chaperone there at a safe distance to say, uh, to, you know, if we're about to do something that we're not supposed to do, you hear the, the throat starting to clear and then we remember where we are and who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. Because the thing is, it doesn't matter how strong you think you are. Because Satan will tell you that you are strong. Just to study you up, to trap you. When you place yourself, especially in alone situations. That's a recipe for disaster. And the reason why I said that, you know, chaperones are better for dating. Is because sometimes even in public, 
because you're supposed to be courting in public places. Sometimes you can get, you know, lost in the conversation between you two and totally forget your environment, totally forget anybody else is there. So that's why I said that if there's a chaperone there, the chaperone can remind you of where you are. Because when you both are lost in each other's eyes or whatever, you know, <laughs> y'all not gonna. You're not gonna notice that you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing so early. So be open and not hard to reach. So be open, especially when you're courting for Yahusha as well. Be open and not hard to reach. If I am courting someone for Yahusha, I should be easy to reach for someone to ask me questions, you know, and make comments and such. I should be available, right? And even with myself, you know, with my personality. I should be open to talk about some things. There should... I'm not saying that everything is... You know, is, 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 is easy to talk about. And there are personal things that you, you don't bring up in conversations. However, be open enough to talk about vulnerabilities. If it helps a person to relate better when it comes to spirituality because a lot of people look at you and think that because you're here now you've never been through anything so sometimes it really helps to share our personal um, experiences for people to understand that I was once there I was I was not always you know this spiritual so be open be reachable because if persons, you're courting people for Yahusha, things are going to happen. I mean, when they're starting to accept what you're saying, the devil's going to step in and they're going to need somebody to talk to. You can't be exclusive in courting for Yahusha. It doesn't work. And it's also the same, as I said, for courting, don't hide. If someone's going to ask you if you're dating, yes, you're dating. But when you're asked, you tell when you're not asked, you don't have to offer. So be open and not hard to reach. And be discreet and avoid oversharing. So if you're not asked, don't tell. If you're married now, we know that that's different. There's a little switch there. There's still the discreet, you know, the, the balance between the discreet and the open. Alright, so when you're dating, you're open to everybody, right? And you let a few close people know that you're dating. That, that has to happen. You have to let the spiritual people in your life know that you're dating. Because they have to be a part of that walk to make sure that you're making the right choice. Yes, it's going to be your decision at the end of the day. But sometimes you have to see through someone else's eyes. Because here's the point. When we think we love somebody, we tend to sometimes see past the red flags. Because we love this person, because we like this person. And only if someone else points this out and says that, Hey, I don't think this is going to work. Because you're this way and they're that way. And, you know, talk to you and let you think about it. And someone to pray with you and ask you and pray with you that Yahusha leads you in the right direction. You need that support. You're not going to tell everybody. As I said, just a few close people, especially a few close spiritual people. And that includes your parents. Tell them that you're considering somebody before you marry because I, I i see people do this thing and i don't support it nobody knows me like my parents do honestly if i'm 
considering someone to marry, they need to know that I'm considering somebody. So they, I don't have to bring them to meet them. If they don't, you know, if they insist, they can come and meet them. But they, while I'm dating this person, they will know the deets on that. So they can help me make the right decision. Because they know me better than how I know myself. I don't believe in believers when they choose to marry. When they choose to marry, they're going to bring the person to their parents when they are ready to marry. If, if that's when you're going to bring the person, more than likely you're going to be less receptive to criticism I always believe that things should be ironed out before your feelings get involved I'm not saying that your feelings are not involved in the first half but understand that when they get deeper and sometimes you don't even notice when they got deeper you as a human being will not want to let go of the relationship at that certain point. If you've really reached to that point where you think you'd marry this person, it's going to be really hard. So I would advise that you would inform people that know you better than how you know yourself that are also spiritual to help you. Oh, sorry. I should have added this in there too. Psalms 112 verse 5 says, A good man showed favor and lend it, and he will guide his affairs with discretion. So that there shows you that we, when we're doing things, if we're right, what a right hand knows, you know, our left hand should know. And John 18 verses 20 says, Yahusha answered him, I speak openly to the world. I even taught in the synagogue and in the temple. Whether the Jews always resort and in secret have I said nothing. So that shows you that there's both a time to be discreet and a time to be open. So we must have that balance. The next point is to be realistic with your expectations about your pursuit. Now, understand this. It's important for us to be mentally prepared for the result, whether it be good or bad. We we are excited to get to know people. We are excited to get people to know Yahusha, but here's the thing. We have to go out there with the realistic expectation that most people will not accept what we're saying. And sometimes when we, you know, talk to people, for a very long time, you'll never get a yes, but always a no. So don't be discouraged by the fact that you get no's more than yeses, because The Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. And he says the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. So, we don't expect much from this world. However, it's still our job to spread the word. It's the same with courting. Most people are not for you. So... When you go into dating, and this is why I said to involve other people. Because sometimes we get, after a while of getting a lot of no's, you know. And when I say get no's, I mean we decide that this is not going to work. We start to get desperate and start to think that our standards are too high and we want to drop them and all those things. That's why I said this should not be just you personally trying to date. I understand that this is a decision that you're going to make yourself. However... There are some times when being human, 
you start to get lonely and you start to feel hopeless as if there's nobody out there for you. It doesn't matter how spiritual you are. It, it can happen. So it is very important to have a f- close friends. <laughs> I'm not going to say friends. Just, you know, few close friends and family. If they're close friends, and when I say close friends, they should be spiritual close friends, not just close friends. Spiritual close friends and family involved in your, your, your faith walk. Your faith walk is an open thing. Your lifestyle is an open thing. So they will help you and let you understand that the choices... You know, the, the people that you, you've dated before, this is the reason why you're not with them now. It has nothing to do with you. Your standards are fine. You need that type of pep talk sometimes. But if you do it all private, nobody really knows what, you know, what you're going through. And, and you're not going to receive any help. So be realistic about your pursuit. People, as we said... That Yahusha already knows who's going to come to him. And he knows that most of the world will not come to him. So we have to have that same type of mindset. And, you know, approach the pursuit calmly. We can't go in, as I said, with this anxious type of behavior. With this badgering, angry type of behavior. We can be passionate about what we're talking about. That's, that's true. But don't get passionate so much when you just meet people <laughs> that you scare them away. So let's try to limit the emotions and remember our purpose. Who will come will come. Be realistic about the fact that people will not come. Do not get angry or get anxious. But be happy with who comes and bless who doesn't. Next point. Location, location, location. Yes, as I was saying earlier. Public places, please and thank you. Public places. We court people in public places. If we should go to a private place, there has to be a spiritual chaperone. Me, however, me and my mother, we're like best friends or like sisters. I don't really see her as just my mother. Which people find weird because I I, I try to, you know, bring her with me everywhere. So she could be my chaperone. It would make the other person uncomfortable, but hey, I'm sorry. But for other people... I, it is required that you have a chaperone when you're in both public and private places because as I <laughs> said before, you can get lost in each other. But yes, the location should be public, please. This is also for your own safety. And yes, even if you're going on missions for Yahusha as a believer, please let somebody know that you're going somewhere remember that in the bible when paul and barnabas were about to go out on missions their church knew that they were going on missions they knew where they were because they would write a letter to them everywhere they went to update them of where they are and you know what's going on so it's the same we can't be so exclusive again we can't be so exclusive that we don't want to tell people what we're doing and where we are this is also this is to make sure that nobody has any question about what you're doing because here's the thing secrets are what the devil uses against us we have to be open for the mere fact that satan can't use that against us if we try to be like the world and try to act all big and like we're adults and you know It's my business. The devil can use that against you. They can say you're doing stuff that you're not doing. However, if someone knows what you're doing, where you are, it's just like in the regular world. 
stuff happens and they lock you up and you need an alibi. You need somebody to prove that you weren't where they thought you were that night or that day. So it's not good to hide. It's not good to hide. Let people know what you're doing where you are, especially in courting on both sides. Let people know what you're doing, where you are. Location should be public, where people can see you. And that you don't do anything that if they do see you, you get in trouble. Remember, pure courtship, pure evangelism. Okay, next point. A little more on honesty. Sorry, I have to stress this. Honesty is what will make this courtship very very pure honest to yourself honest to your belief honest to the other person do not try to manipulate the courtship to get the results that you want we are not children we're not bored leave the games to the world let them play games with one another we don't need to play mind games we know what we're about. We know what we want. Let's keep it simple. Also, don't be prideful. I mean, you're trying to connect with a person here. Whether you're trying to connect them to Yahusha or you're trying to connect them to yourself. It doesn't work if you're, you know, you're, you're not willing to be vulnerable. It's okay to show a little weakness. It shows that you're human. People don't like people who are perfect. You know, like worldly perfect, that is. People don't like it when, you know, you're worldly perfect. I mean, you went through nothing. You have no touching stories. You, yeah. People don't connect with that. Anybody that is telling people that, you know, that's the thing they want to see. People don't want to see someone who's never been through anything who's never been scarred who's never fell who's never gotten up who's never built anything who doesn't have hopes and dreams and what's the point of getting to know each other if you're gonna be all prideful and just want to share all the good stuff and never want to share any of the bad at all there is a balance though do not overshare as i said but stick to the conversation follow the line of conversation if you're talking about this then you can you know interject with that little situation that happened to you a couple years ago that has to do with what we're talking about but don't just randomly offer information that doesn't have anything to do with the conversation also don't be detached don't be detached, be there with the person. Focus outward instead of inward. If you don't understand what that means, focus on what the other person is saying. That's the point of getting to know each other. Even when you're doing courtship for Yahusha, I, I said this before, you have to know where the person is coming from. You know, you can't teach people stuff that either they already know or they're not ready to know yet because they, they didn't start at the basics. You have to know what level this person is at. You have to know what their problem is. What is it that needs to be fixed so you can help them to fix it? You know, you don't just diagnose something. Diagnose without testing. So don't be detached. Get into it. I mean, you're trying to make them connect with Yahusha after all. And you're the only way that they can. And if they're trying to connect with you, the only reason why I would expect you to be detached from the whole thing is if you are really not interested. And if you're not interested, leave the person alone. Time is not a commodity that we can get back. So please be honest with ourselves it doesn't help 
to try to portray a type of person that we're not. It only creates problems in the future when you have to stop faking. Next point, do not get too emotionally attached. Now, this is the other side of not being detached. Yes, get into it, but balance yourself, protect yourself. Protect yourself. Understand, this is a temporary situation. Your courtship is a temporary situation. It all depends on what happens in the future. Whether this person decides to accept Yahusha as his personal savior and friend, and whether you and the person decide to move on to marriage. But until then, keep your heart in your body. Don't give your heart away. You only get to give your heart away when you're getting married. So please protect yourself. And this is for all of you out there. I really love all of you. Please protect yourself. I know that when you're dating someone new, it is so exciting. And they, when they seem like, yeah, everything seems like it's going great. And it couldn't possibly get better than this. I know what that feels like. But understand that life doesn't always go the way that we want. And who we think people are, most times, are not who they actually are. So while you're being honest... Also be aware that some people are not honest with who they are. Sometimes it's not about lying. Sometimes it's about being either prideful or detached. So they don't really offer so much of themselves because they're either too embarrassed to do so. And they have some, some have some inner issues that they have not overcome. It's not your fault. But to make sure that nothing happens to you. Restrain yourself. And this comes back to discipline again. As a believer, we have to have strong discipline. It doesn't matter how we feel. Restrain ourselves. Yes, we like what's, what, we, what we see and what is going on. But until everything is finalized, let's keep it in. Because if it doesn't work out, it's going to hurt still. But if you had, you know, let go and give away stuff that was not even promised to you. And it ends. You're going to be way more hurt. Than you should be. Knowing that this person wasn't even married to you yet. Okay. So that is all for today. I hope this has helped us know how to go forward in dating. And I really hope that this makes us better people with a better mindset when we go out to either evangelize or to date somebody. Have the mind of Mashiach in you and you'll never go wrong. The scriptures are there to support you, so don't take other people's advice. You let the word be your standard. Because at the end of the day, when you get hurt or when someone else gets hurt, the same people that are trying to give you advice out there, they won't be able to help you. So thank you again for listening and may Yahuwah bless all of you. Until next time.